Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Star vs. the Force of Evil, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval. Hey, y'all. And April Collins. Hello. We are talking the Star vs. the Force of Evil Season 3 finale, uh, Divide and Conquer. Those are the two episodes that aired today, April 7th, on Disney XD and the Disney app. The big Season 3 finale of Star, we'll have extensive coverage on the Overly Animated Podcast, potentially three podcasts on this finale over the oh, course Jesus. of the next few days. <laughs> <laughs> Going big for the Star finale. Yeah, find all that at OverlyAnimated.com. Subscribe to not miss these future podcasts. One of them's a panel. It's like kind of half counts. And then... uh you can also subscribe on uh, YouTube to not miss any of our star podcasts. Make sure you've seen Divide and Conquer, huge episodes. We're going to get into everything uh, that happens uh, in, in plot-wise, everything-wise in these episodes. So spoilers abound. Uh, Delaney, what are your reactions to this finale? So everyone died. And... <laughs> Act- yeah, actually true. Like literally everyone died yeah. except Tom. <laughs> Like, I really like this episode. I'm just like the, the finale. I mean, this is incredible. I think so. Like, I do think the main weakness is Meteora. And like, we talked about it. But then like, I think what makes up for it is just how epic and like the music in, this, in the finale is incredible. Like the final battle is incredible. And I think I think there was a lot of emotion with every, like, I know we've had like the whole like I thing before and we can sort it out, but it was still really scary. Um, I think the beginning, I think the first half is both stronger and weaker than the second half because I hate the magic dimension with like every fiber of my being. Though seeing Moon like naked and just hair was really funny and that was pretty great. But I'm like, where's Moon? Also, Eclipsa just, we were waiting, we waited so long for Eclipsa to make her move and she did and it was awesome and then she Mary Poppins it away. Yeah, I mean, I'm just a lot of I just I really enjoyed it. Uh, There's still a lot, I think, to process because the end was just like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, I think everything happened at the end that we thought would have happened at the beginning of the season. It was pretty interesting, kind of like this, like bait and switch kind of stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll process throughout the course of this podcast and get into everything. Yeah, for the last five minutes, there's a lot of stuff, and we'll break so it much stuff. Yeah, Too we'll much break, stuff. We'll also, it. I hate Glossary. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> there's a huge, huge Glossark moment we'll get into. But uh, April, yeah, what did you think really... of the? What did you think of the finale? Um, so I, I really, really liked it. Um, there was a lot of emotions for me to process throughout it, and um, I, I agree that the music was just phenomenal and like perfect throughout. Um, the there was so like there was so much, and I like I. I watched each episode at least like three times and I'm still like processing them. And I, there was just so, so much everyone dies and then people come back to life and that a balloon noise annoyed the heck out of me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm triggered about that, but they were, they were really good. Like the fighting sequences were beautifully done. Um, Where's moon? When will she come back? Where is she? Like, what is yeah, right. <laughs> is Eclipse a good or bad? We don't know still. Uh, <laughs> um, Marco and Tom are best friends, apparently. Wasn't aware of that. <laughs> but um, but no, I, I really liked this season finale, like, a lot. Um, and even though I was left with, like, so many questions, and I have, like, small, tiny problems here and there, but, like, I was very satisfied overall. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The good, good finale. Uh, I thought both episodes were very good, very solid, and uh, very exciting. Last five minutes, not necessarily the most overall plot fulfilling, but that is also my description of every single episode of the season. So it's not, it's not new, but um, at the very least, it was exciting and some really fun um, moments with Meteor and Eclipse and Star. Um, I love the magic dimension stuff. So I was really digging the, those, those elements of the episodes. Um, but I've definitely seen a lot of people <laughs> on 
bundle any side of that. And uh, these it was uh, there are a lot of funny moments in in both episodes. Um, a lot of uh, gr- great character stuff uh, worked in, including like a minute long Kelly Tad piece that had no business being in there, but it was uh. <laughs> but it was still kind of great. Um, and uh, this Glossark moment that's the, probably the second thing I want to get into. But let's first start by breaking down Eclipsa in. She wasn't barely in the finale until the last five minutes. She just shows up. (laughs) Just out of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah. She uh, starts like, oh, she broke out. And then there she is at the end. And um, she battles Meteora. Her Uh, magic. Okay. This might be one of the most incredible sequences in the whole series. Like her magic and how calm she is. It was just incredible. Oh, yeah. Uh, It was kind of, it was like scary. Yeah. Well, uh, see, again, I had a lot of, like, really, like, strong emotional reactions, and, like, when she took the wand, I was, like, I was, like, who is that? And then I was, like, oh, my gosh, it's Eclipsa, and I freaked out, and then, like, while she was, like, fighting Meteora, I was, like, crying, and I was, like, oh, my gosh, why is this great? Yeah, that, I think that might have been my favorite sequence of the finale, too, when Eclipsa takes the wand and does her magic, everything from the animation to the, especially the sound design on her spells. No, I, it's, I love it's so it. good. The yeah. sound design on the finale is just incredible. Like, every, like, it was so good. Yeah, it just really popped for me when she was doing, like, her the weird, yeah. uh, it, it sounded so different. I loved that, yeah. Oh, no, like, I think it was just the way she said the spells. Of course, the difference, like, the name was, the name of them, what the wand did. It was awesome. Yeah, it turns into an umbrella and uh, like dark umbrella. It's and then she <laughs> she like entraps uh, Meteor and seemingly kills her, but then yeah. Meteor is a baby, yeah. um, so not not dead. And uh, then Star tells her to keep the wand, and and then so- Eclipse is like, "Oh, thanks, bye." Right. right. She says, I'm returning what my family stole for you. She then Eclipsa sees the baby, takes takes Meteora, leaves, goes back to the monster castle, uh, where Luda was, where the uh mid season finale was, um, and we see her frozen husband who's revealed whose name is Globcore. And uh she says, <laughs> <laughs> she says, Welcome home uh well hello, my love, we're home. So uh I've been waiting this whole season for us to, for the other shoe to drop on an Eclipsa, for us to learn that she'd been playing Moon all along, that she's really evil. And I don't think we got that from this finale. No. We're just kind of getting more ambiguity with regards to her intentions. That being Which said, is why I love her. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think 98% of this finale, she's purely good. She, she defeats Meteor. It's all her. Um, but there's this, this, this seeds, seeds of doubt left with the, her well, actions just at this, the like, end. Darkness around her. Like, it's hard to watch. Like, she, you know, seemingly kills her own daughter and then she's devastated by it. She's devastated while she's doing it. She's devastated after it happens. And then Moon, uh, Star gives her the wand. And, you know, you know, we see her do her magic and it's scary. It's terrifying. And you're like, she's like, no wonder they like lock her up. It's kind of scary. And like, you know, to see what she can do, like, she's clearly very powerful. But then that's also like, she just wants her child. She just wants to have her family. And so like, it's really weird. Like, I love her. And I'm like, I want good. Like, I'm like, go raise your family. But then I'm also like, I am scared of you. Like, Yeah. Is it it's really is- interesting? Yeah, so she definitely comes across menacingly. April, do you read any menacing intentions with her actions at the end? Uh, so no, not really. But I'm worried about uh, I guess Mr. Globgor hit frozen in the crystal because he, him, the way he's like I guess crystallized is kind of terrifying. And the fact that like she just comes home like it was, you know, she just came back from the groceries like, "Hello, love, we're home now." Like. I picked up some tuna. I hope you like it or whatever. Like that kind of part is sort of horrifying. (laughs) So because up until like, I guess until like that final line. And even though it's so simple, um, it it, like planted that seed of doubt in me because I was just like, no, like Eclipse is doing like good things. Like she's being good. Like she knows that her daughter needs to be stopped or whatever. And then she just picks up the baby and just Mary Poppins out. And she's like, hi, honey, home. And I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I, the fact that she reacts so quickly to uh, the, 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 ba- the switch that Meteor isn't dead, she's just a baby. Right. right. That's suspicious to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's definitely suspicious, but it's like, I don't know what she's up to. 
Could, could it be that she was playing Star the entire time she was on screen in the finale? Could, is that possible? Well, I think there's a possibility that she's been playing everyone this entire time. Like, right. that's, this is what she's yeah, the whole time. That's a huge possibility. I do think that I do think she may have. I think there's a really strong chance that she played Star to get the wand. Right, because it's, it, Star gives her the wand of her own volition. Yes, right. Yeah. Like, she but, was going to give it back. Yeah. But but then Eclipse is like, okay, thanks, bye. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it, it uh, makes I don't know. I'm it, she doesn't come across as blatantly evil. But why does she leave so fast? What's the if she's good? What's the explanation for her leaving so quickly? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's like, done. Bye. <laughs> she's like, I got what I wanted. I'm out. Yeah. But also, like, does that mean she doesn't? Because I don't know. I almost kind of interpret it like Star was like, here, I'm giving you the wand back and I'm giving you back Muni, even though it's destroyed. But like, this is your problem now. But she didn't seem like she was just like, I just want the wand. Thank you. Goodbye. Here's well, my really daughter. Well, this is kind <laughs> of how we were at the season one finale. Like, We don't know what's coming next. Like, mm-hmm. this is one of those, like, we blew up the world. And we have no idea what's coming next. Granted, we have a slightly better idea right now. Just because, like, the very blatant cliffhanger we've been given. But, I don't know. Like, that's what's really interesting about it. Is because this is... We're very much back to the beginning. But now Star's not queen or princess or anything. I See, I think, yeah. I, I'm not yeah. clear who, who's... Uh, I think Star probably queen still acting queen but uh she she seems she tries to give it away it's almost like eclipsa rejects uh rejects being queen like she leaves but takes the wand <laughs> but takes it does take the wand um i guess the explanation for her eclipse is good but she just recognizes she's like okay um meteor is back to being a baby wow my life's back to how it was before all this i'm just you know this is this is what i want i'm just taking uh you know, I'm going to go try to get get my life from before back. So it could it could be that there's no malicious intent that she just saw saw Meteor as a baby and just is like uh, it just resonated with her. And she's like, I'm going to try to go back to the way things were before. Um, I, I I have a, I can't help but read Eclipsa as uh, malintentioned always, though. So I'm not I'm not buying that. Well, yeah, that's always been like our well, the suspicion. thing is, she's just a sketchy person. <laughs> she's never eaten babies, but she's eaten teenagers. Like that's the thing with her. Like her back to normal could be them like slaughtering people. Like we don't know. Yeah, I mean that's what Moon would want you to think from from earlier in the season. But yeah, uh, April. Uh, yeah, not malintentioned. Uh, maybe i don't know because i've never like i've never been like utterly convinced that eclipsa is good and there's so much like i guess like we don't know in regards to her past and we kind of talked about it during the trial was that like we don't know exactly what it was that she did to get her to be crystallized like surely it wasn't just because she took a monster lover like there had to have been something else or something more. And so... Yeah, I, I guess we still don't know that, huh? We yeah, <laughs> didn't really get see? into that. <laughs> I feel like that would be a good thing to know, right? Like, what was it exactly that she had done? Was it, like, so much so that, like, her and her monster lover were, like, planning to, I don't know, murder everyone? Like, what was it that... <laughs> so, if I guess if I I knew what it was that she was trying to do, then... Or if, if there was an inkling of her intentions, like, it, it can't just be that she's like, I just want my family back, like, and now we can all be happy. Yay! That that doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem right to me either. And I think that despite, uh, regardless of her intentions, even though those are definitely a big discussion point, but basically we're, we're arriving at the, we don't know. Um, but although maybe we're leaning somewhat, uh, somewhat bad intentions, uh, it's regardless, uh, we, we get this force of, uh, her frozen husband, Globcore, uh, <laughs> and that might be a problem regardless in season four. Do we think Globcore is our villain next season? Maybe. I don't, but he doesn't. I doubt it. Like I feel like. It, first of all, is he breaking free? Like probably, right? Because we saw. Probably, him. yeah. <laughs> also, I feel like Eclipse, like Eclipse, has the brains here. Like <laughs> I don't know. Maybe giant monster dude's really smart. Oh well, he could be. I just, I really don't want it to be a monster. Like 
Yeah, it's uh, w- one thing that wasn't touched upon too much in this um, finale, except for maybe Star's declaration at the end, was the Mumin Monster Relations plot thread with Star and how uh, she thinks um, monsters and uh, have been mistre- mistreated by Muni and her mom. And uh, Star kind of addresses it by saying, we give this back to you. Maybe that was – it's not clear if that's more with regards to monster relations right, or yeah. more with regards right. to – uh, them still like them not being birthright on the throne. Um, so it's hard to imagine next season, given all the progress we've made with monster relations, that we just have a blatant monster um, bad. It could be like the it could be like he's presented as the big bad from like Moon's perspective, and then stars in the middle or something. That's kind of what we thought this season would be, uh, but it wasn't. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to be interesting with Globcore. So another reveal was. Uh, was uh, with Glosseric and uh, he's uh, he says <laughs> that uh, he's been telling them about Globcore for months. Uh, it's Eclipse's monster love, and uh, he says, "See you around." And he leaves. And uh, is his voice different? Says Star, and indeed, he's voiced by Keith David now. I knew uh, it. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, I like that fun- joke. That was good. Yeah, yeah, it was well, a we've, good one. <laughs> we've, we've been waiting for a while to see how the show would address uh, Jeffrey Tambor. Uh, <laughs> probably would not bring him back. He's kind of caught up in some of the Time's Up stuff. And uh, yeah, this was a very blatant way of addressing it, I guess. <laughs> Is his voice different? Um, <laughs> yeah. I hate I, him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I did not like this moment, although I did laugh at it, I guess. It like, felt it's very- like, art, like, I'm not shocked. Because it's Glosseric. Like, this is the most Glosseric thing. And, and if he's gone forever, I will be so happy. Ugh. But, like, I, oh I my god. I liked better as a, a dog. Like, no, me too. Running I around just accepted like it. <laughs> I hate him. Oh my god, I'm just mad. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of, like, jarring. Because he, he just stands up and he's like, I've been trying to tell you this whole time. And it's like, cool, why couldn't you just stand up at any moment and just tell us? Because he's like, Glossary and he's stupid. Okay, here's right? the thing. Like, this is obviously like the dumbest plot device ever in the history of ever, but it works great because Glossary sucks and he would do this and like his main motivation in life is pudding. And I think I think that for how stupid this was, I think it was executed really well because we all know how Glossary is and he sucks. <sighs> Yeah, I'm obviously mad about it, but I just hate Glossaric so much. Yeah, it it's it it doesn't feel that out of place for his character. It is definitely random. I think the voice change thing is like, oh, that's that's got to be from external circumstances. But the him leaving thing that could have been there easily from before any of this happened. So, um, that could, I guess this could have been the plan all along. <laughs> Was Glossaric leaving like this? Kind of not he, clear. Like, literally just waiting for Eclipsa to be like, okay, I'm out, and he was like, cool, me too, bye. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I don't. I'm think curious it's a... if Glossary's going to her because I know he Eclipsa was always his favorite. Oh, that's a good point. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think they would have gone through the trouble of switching voice actors if he was. Uh, they would have just written him off the show if he was gone. So he'll he'll definitely come back. Um, unless they had this moment and they had to just do this one scene, because I do think the uh, it would have been storyboarded and stuff before any of the the voice actor stuff would have come into play. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, I didn't I thought this was tonally jarring. Um, it was <laughs> funny, but I I don't think it was like a good twist or anything. It's just because he'd been saying that one word all the time. <laughs> I don't think that worked. We just accepted it. That was his life. <laughs> yeah, that's his life. So, yep, that happened. Um, other other plot revelations we had. Um, so, first of all, this fight between Meteor and Star. Um, I thought it was one of, definitely one of the highlights of the finale. Star in her butterfly form, Meteora. Uh, de- very, like, colorful. Um, some Tom great action going, sequences. Did you know she could do that? Yeah, yeah that was, that that was, was good. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah I, 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 I love this fight. Uh, very reminiscent of Moon versus Moon and her butterfly v- yeah. form versus uh, Ludo Toffee in the last last season's finale. Yes. Yeah, but I, th- I thought this was great. And maybe the potentially big consequential plot moment, which I want to discuss, does this have any meaning, is when Star goes uh, at one point, she's like, you know what, you want my power, take it. And then she... Um, takes this orange ball out of her she gets out of the butterfly form and she throws it at uh meteora meteora is uh stunned from that although not defeated so what's happening here delaney what was your interpretation well when she picked up the wand it didn't light up which i at this moment i believe star has lost her magic 
yeah, that, that this was, is this that is was interpretation my, number my one. My interpretation yeah. of that as well was that well, like I guess not completely, but I was like, did she lose her magic, or does she still have it hiding within her? Will she get her magic back when she finds her mom? <laughs> the problem is we don't know what causes Star's magic in the first place, so it's kind of hard right. to tell what her losing her magic means because she gave away the wands. Um, so well, that's I feel step, like if she step goes one. back. So, like, the magic dimension, she'll get her magic back. Except, I don't know how she'll get there. Right, that's yeah. true. So, she could potentially get it back from the magic dimension. But, so, here's interpretation number one, is that um, she literally gave her magic away to, yes. uh, to Meteor in order to attack her and get out of that situation. Um, and it's possible that had had reason to do with Meteora becoming a baby again at the end. It wasn't just Eclipse's attack. Maybe it was Star's magic. I don't know. Um <laughs> Kind of a lot that's very unclear about these last uh, five minutes of the finale. But um, interpretation number two is that she was just um, taking herself out of butterfly form temporarily and using that right. to stun Meteor. Yeah. And that it's not a permanent thing. But the thing is, like, I feel like there was so much focus on, like, the deterioration of her butterfly form. Like, it didn't seem like she was transforming out of it. It was falling away. Yeah, 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 yeah. We that, and then you also brought up the moment of when she picks up the wand and she's seemingly Doesn't not able up. to do anything. Yeah. But right. she was using magic without the wand in her butterfly form, right? Because like, remember when well, I mean she was yeah. like, what was it back uh, in like Toffee? Like she was in her butterfly form, but and using the wand at the same time. But this time she wasn't using the wand; she was just doing magic right. without it. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, she could have just been too weak to summon yeah, something. But, like, the, yeah. to me, it's because when she picked up the wand, it didn't light up, is what makes me believe that, like, her magic's gone. Yeah, uh, very unclear. Um, should be noted, there's a moment I went back and watched in the season two finale when Moon does a similar move. Um, she's in the butterfly form. She manifests a ball of energy, and she throws it at uh, Toffee Ludo in order to... Okay. To get okay. away, and then she does have her butterfly form afterwards. Okay. It's not. It's not the same. It's not. The, it's not orange colored. Like it doesn't match her butterfly. It, it's and she, like Star says, "Take my take my power." It's not like right. Moon just Moon just does it. But it was very reminiscent of that scene. And um, so there's there's reason to believe it could it could be temporary. I don't know what the point of Star saying that line would be if it was just temporary, right. Un- unless she was just saying like, "Yeah, take my magic so that I can defeat you." You know, like, here I am, I'm using my magic against you kind of thing, versus, like, I'm literally taking all of the my magic out of my body and attacking you with it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like uh, you've been, you're trying to get, um, to, to get the, the, the powers of the royal family, so here you go, boom, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you, you can interpret it whatever way. It's another thing that's not clear, but it is in play that Star might not have her magic when we, when we start again in season four. Season four, Star mm-hmm. Without Magic. Dark Star. <laughs> dark star. <laughs> I'm waiting for the Dark Star arc, but um, she also she also doesn't have the wand. That's a more tangible thing. Even if she doesn't have magic, she still doesn't have the wand, right. which means we maybe get into Star learning how to cast without the wand. That's right. something that we saw specifically from uh, Moon and Eclipse to talk about the season. So you, mm-hmm. it's, it seems to be uh, on our minds. Um, probably getting into that regardless but yeah um kind of nothing really has a tangible explanation here why is meteor a baby why what's happening with star and her giving away her magic what are eclipse's intentions um (laughs) why did glasser change change voices and leave (laughs) The real question, Dylan. Yeah, why did so, Glosserick's voice change? <laughs> yeah. So I think if, if if I have if I'm like unsatisfied with the finale, it's because of these things. It's like um it wasn't fulfilling to me narratively. Agree or disagree? Well, I think it's just like I'm so like Star it just this is what Star does. Like it just hits you like in the face and then it's like, oh here's all this stuff. We'll explain it later, maybe. And I'm like, okay, I accept this. If you even explain it. <laughs> like there I think there is a chance that like what Eclipse did was on purpose. Like she made her into a baby. Right. That that's that's what I'm most curious about is that was uh it it's Eclipse's intentions to revert her back into a baby in order to orchestrate in order to manipulate Star to give her the wands. That right. could have all been on purpose. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. But um it's I mean it's exciting stuff heading in the next season. I would love yeah. for the show to do more mm-hmm. than this. I feel like we've right. been in the same spot for a while. I feel like 
Um, at the end of season two, we were like, wow, the show is capable of these big, these great character moments, this, um, the, these great episodes on its own, focusing on Star and Marco. And then also it can do really interesting things with the plot if we just, if we take a step beyond where we are now. And a season later, we definitely didn't do anything more. We, we, well, like, go ahead. Well, I just think I, like, as much as I love Eclipse, I think she's like, we've just stunted with her because, like, they're playing the ambiguity too much. Like, we still don't have answers. Like, we don't know what's going on. I mean, I'm hoping to see, like, how we deal with this whole... Because we still haven't really sat and thought and, like, really dealt with the knowledge that Star is not the true princess of Muni. Of Muni. Like, she's not... Yeah. Like, she's not even really a butterfly. Yeah. They, you know, uh, Star... We saw Star in seemingly, like, uh, going through that in her head, but we didn't, like, talk yeah. it out with her. We didn't... Uh, yeah, so that's that's... But, like, the same thing happened last season with uh, the star confessing her feelings, and we didn't discuss it for 20 episodes. Right. Um, but yeah, I think the main thing is the fact that uh, after Battle for Mooney, we're like, oh, Eclipse says she can be good, is she going to be bad? And then we're at the exact same spot at the yeah. end of the season three. <laughs> uh, very, pretty frustrating to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, I agree. But I'm hoping, like, I am feeling that, like, season four is going to be the monster human. Like, we, we've touched on it. It's They've here. perfectly set it up. They need to come back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll be exciting, whatever it is. We love the show. I, I think, like, after season two, I was like, this show's poised to take a giant quality leap and be a super top-tier animation animated yeah. show. I'm not convinced mm-hmm. that that's going to happen anymore. Um, You know, I still think it has all the potential in the world there, and it's still really good. But uh, it's still, I don't think it's fit the pieces together yet. And I think this finale just continues that. Well, it, it's, like, like we've talked about, it's still stuck. With too much of its kind of like Disney XD zaniness. Yeah, it, it's like it hasn't figured out where, when and where to use the zaniness. It hasn't uh, figured out what it wants to focus on. I, I think it should focus more on Star and Marco, but, you know, your mileage may vary. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it hasn't uh, made concrete plot advancements. So those are the complaints. But I still, that being said, I, th- I did think these two episodes are very solid. There's more to talk about here. We we're just focusing on these last uh the last five, uh, ten minutes of the episode, but um, other stuff from Conquer. Um, we can we can talk about the second episode uh, first here with uh, the so the I I've, I more than other uh, thirty minute episodes of Star. I I thought these very easily broke down into two eleven minute segments like normal yes. episodes. They seem yeah. to kind of break down that way too. Yeah, like, like you could tell where like the eleven minute mark yeah. was. These are just these are just four episodes, yeah. So um, it's it's I don't know like I don't know why we need to do the thirty minute thing. You can just I, I'm fine with them being two separate episodes. <laughs> but um, this the second episode and the third episode, if you think of them as four, were both split um, with the magic dimension and uh, Marco dealing with Meteora. So those are kind of right. the two halves, and we mm-hmm. bounce back and forth. Um, and so in this third episode, uh, there. Uh, you know, the, all the magic dimension stuff, there's not a ton to talk about. Uh, the, the big plot advancement, I guess, is that there are these waterfall, reverse waterfall portals in, uh, hard to, I guess those, that's hard to say in, uh, in the, in there. And they go to places like the sanctuary and wherever they were in that, uh, like with the manhole above them and stuff like that. So, and then there's like a random world I think we hadn't seen before. Um, yeah. I thought that was, a, I yeah. thought that was a really cool concept that we well, saw. Well, it's interesting because like, well, we're still kind of like we had the whole magic has gone from the universe, but now we're in this magic dimension where seemingly magic is flowing into all these different places. So that's kind of interesting. Like we're still kind of stuck on that. It, it's just interesting so is and this weird. Like the source of all of the dimensions, magic is that yeah, that's what, what it, it seems is? like. Which because like, we've looked at we've been to the sanctuary and first we thought that's what was going on, but now like the magic dimension, it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah, but didn't Star create this dimension? Did or she? did she not? I, I don't know. know. She, I don't she, know. Created, she created the unicorn that sends them back. That's yes. definitely true. Yes. Um, in Toffee, she creates that unicorn. I don't remember if she created this whole dimension, but um, I, I guess regardless. But then, did we but like- then it was kind of weird because that unicorn like essentially kicked her and Moon out. It was like, you guys aren't supposed to be here. Like, yeah. get out. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's talk to that in a second. But like, I guess, do we like spending time on the magic dimension? This is where deep no. dive, or, or I think deep dive <laughs> took place. So, Delaney, you you didn't like it? Did you just find it boring? Yeah, I'm just bored. I mean, is because I just want Moon back, and I just want things to happen. I mean, obviously, unicorns are cute, but I I'm over it. Duh. Yeah. Duh. 
Yeah, I, I like Deep Dive is one of my favorite episodes of the show. I, I really like spending more time here. I don't I don't think there's any plot stuff happening, but um, I just yeah. think the aesthetic of it is uh, is really like engaging. It's very and, star. Uh, it's just it's yeah. colorful. It's uh, all these these unicorns and stuff. I love the music, <laughs> the music and the ambiance. Um, there's just marshmallows. <laughs> there's just like random marshmallows there. I, I thought I loved I love these sections of the finale. Where do you stand, April? Um. I so I like the magic dimension world, but I found it very frustrating because um like we went there with a purpose and that was to get moon back and then we didn't li- I guess like we didn't leave on like our stars terms like I'm here to get like I'm star butterfly, I'm here to get my mother queen moon and she left like not of her own will, she was forced out and we still don't have queen moon and so it almost seemed like kind of like a waste though it was like adorable to see like i i guess amnesia moon and she was saying cute things like super duper fun and (laughs) all of that stuff but uh and running around naked apparently but i like i i think i was just frustrated because you know we kept like losing our memory and then like we were like so close and then we didn't like make it and that was it and it it, yeah. it 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 almost like went nowhere except now we really don't know where moon is so yeah there basically there basically was no point to the magic dimension stuff basically nothing happens there yeah uh, because in the beginning we don't know where moon is at the end we don't know where moon is mm-hmm. um yeah I, I i love the aesthetic of it i think it's i personally like spending time there i think if we're going to make this a thing that we would come back to then it would just need to have more concrete narrative stuff happening like uh i think the portals were great like that's something that's actually happening while we're there i thought that was really good i think more stuff like that rather than just uh the entire plot being star trying to remember who she is while she's there yeah and they never like i guess the other thing too is like why is it that star and moon lose their memory while they're there like did they ever explain why that well, happened? No, nothing, nothing, or, nothing no. is explained. In well, the okay, I'm just making sure. But well, <laughs> no, you're not missing really, anything. Like, <laughs> other than like discovering the portals, it was like, why are we even here? Because like Star didn't even remember. Like she'd remember and then she'd forget, and then finally the unicorn was like, "Please leave." Yeah, in yeah, the so end, she <laughs> didn't remember that. Like why she <laughs> was, was like, there, "Why are we the eleven minutes her out?" <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, no, nothing happens, and literally, Star does forget the purpose of that plot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think uh, I, my interpretation is that the uh, it's like you become as you become more engrossed in the magic, then the rest of the world like isn't as much of a thing to you. It's like it, it's it's like a like a siren's call dimension, basically. We're gonna to... do like the don't get lost in your own magic plot. Yeah, I don't know. It's (laughs) it's something like that. That's isn't this all stars magic anyway? I don't know. It's not whatever. Um, But yeah, I enjoyed these parts. But the consequential the consequential part is that moon again is gone. The uh, OG uh, unicorn zaps star back to Muni and zaps moon somewhere else. We don't know where she went, though. So uh, will season four be moonless? No, (laughs) no. Why not? Because I don't want it to be. Well, what uh, what, does Moon need to be queen again? Are you okay with Star being queen? I'm fine with Star being queen. I just like Moon, and Star needs her mommy. Yeah, Yeah. I'm worried about River. (laughs) Oh God! So, like, what is he gonna wear? April, I know you're a big River fan. River was so completely useless. Like, he really was. Why? Why isn't he acting king? Like, he because. It's a matriarch. I, I mean, I get He's that. But Star, Star is fourteen. It's like uh, it's like think- one thing. I guess it's like one thing. Uh, what is it? At the beginning, uh, whenever we were doing battle for Muni, and like Moon was like, "I'll be back." Like you know that I'm leaving. Whereas like River didn't know that she was leaving, and so I guess that's why he still got to kind of be king. But like everyone's like, it's a known fact that Moon is gone, and she just disappeared. It wasn't like she was like. I'll be back, River. You're in charge. It's like, yeah. nope. River's she's just like, God. River's like, I have some suggestions for the dinner menu. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that there was like a small moment where I thought that was going to be like a s- serious. And I was <laughs> like, oh, this is this is really good. Like, it's touching my emotions. And then he talked about dinner and I was like, well, moment's gone. Lost it. <laughs> yeah. I guess he also does fight with his eagles and then he loses. So that's River yeah. in the finale. <laughs> Uh, what were we talking about? Moon. Oh, yeah, Moon. April, uh, as Queen Moon herself, you must still want Moon to be back in season four. Of course I want Queen Moon back, but I don't think... I think we'll get it, but not till like, the end. That's my prediction. No yeah, Moon. I would- 
No, I would I would like there to be a purpose of Moon leaving other than just putting thrusting star into power, although that's also good. I'd like she's Moon like to half change. dead. Can we figure this out? Well, yeah, like did, was, I, 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 did I believe Moon healed? was healed in the magic. Okay, version. that's yeah, what I thought, I, but I wasn't sure, and I'm just like, this is weird, man. Yeah, it's it's not clear, but her eye does go from black to right. butterfly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I believe she's healed, and that if we saw her again, she'd be fine. The question is, where is she? Um, Will she remember who she is? Will she take on a monster lover? Like- <laughs> well, that's always possible, but um, I, th- I yeah, eclipse. Yeah, she's in the new eclipse. I think I think she will remember where she is. Star quickly remembered where she was when she when she was not in the magic dimension. Um, I th- I think she'll probably be gone for a while though because the hook of Star being having to be queen is is I assume where we'll start with season four. I think that's where we are starting. Yeah. yeah so we'll see. We'll see what we do with Moon. Um. Let's talk uh, Marco, Starco, and Tom because they all kind of intertwine and entwine in this uh, in, in in this finale. Um, we get this great Starco moment with Marco as Princess Marco and Star, <laughs> uh, where they hug and they look into each other's eyes at the end uh, after Marco comes back to life, and then Tom comes and he's like, "I'm going to make it awkward," and then Tom's there too. Uh, yeah, what, Delaney, what was your reaction to the Princess Marco Starco hug? Uh, obviously, it was great. And I was like, yes. Though I did like Tom's cracking me up. I love him. <laughs> did we like, did we actually like Tom in this finale? Because he's pretty yes. likable here. I think really so. I think Tom's Tom. like from, you know, in the beginning, I absolutely hated Tom. And I think he's a treasure. A treasure? That is, that's strong. He's a treasure. I, no, he's I, so I, funny. I, like, he's just like this, like, he's like angsty, emo, like, devil boy and then he's a total idiot i love him yeah april you're pro tom i'm pro tom too i thought he was precious throughout this whole finale like this entire season he's kind of grown on me a little bit more and more yeah um even though he's dumb and sometimes a terrible boyfriend but like like the worst boyfriend (laughs) he really is like did you know she could do that like first off tom marco does is dead secondly like (laughs) first of all yeah well i think really the i really think the season in the finale was like we're like tom's actually a good person yeah i think that's i think it's clear that the show wants us to think he's a good person well i think it sort of helped like because we've been kind of doing this like tom's improving himself while stars improving herself sort of arc with him and i think that this like this finale sort of really helped kind of solidify that like even though marco said that he kissed star he's still like he was like, I'm going to call your bluff on that, friend, like, and, like, still kind of sacrificed himself. And even though he was already, like, there, he could have, like, gotten away after he found out that, like, Marco wasn't kidding about took, kissing. And he took Marco's body with him. Yes. And he, yeah, that's the other thing, too. Like, he took Marco's body with him. So that shows that he does know and understands, like, what Marco means to Star and as a good boyfriend, he was like, well, I should bring back her best friend. So he did that for her and tied him on a string so she could have a cute balloon. And and I li- like I like that. And also, uh, I guess it, it might have been like ill placed, but I it was I was kind of waiting for Tom to just sort of blow up at any moment. And he didn't. And I like I yeah. appreciate that. Like, that's growth. Way yeah, to go. I, I, I agree. This is the first significant Tom moment in the plot where he hasn't he hasn't gotten angry. And I think that's big for him. Um, yeah, as you guys reference, he says uh, that uh, Mark Marco says, uh, I kiss star to Tom and Tom does sacrifice try attempt to sacrifice himself for Marco anyway. Although, of course, the show undercuts it by being like, uh, uh, I wasn't bluffing. And then Tom's like, oh, no, uh, I thought that was great. I would have cried. <laughs> wait, in, in, what, in what situation would you have cried? If like. Uh, Marco had just said that or you know that whole exchange where Tom was like you're my best friend and then Marco was like I kissed Star and then Tom had sacrificed himself and he was actually dead I would have cried oh, if he was actually dead well yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean I think the, the, bluff, the bluff thing undercut it but you're right that Tom even after he confirms that it is true he does take the uh, he does take Marco back and uh, is not like angry about it or anything so I think it's fine um, I do think the show again let your dramatic moments sit don't 
you know, don't don't uh, do things against them. But um, yeah, it's uh, there's a big moment uh, with their friendship. Tom says, uh, "You're my best friend." Earlier, he says uh, that uh, you're you're great, Marco, and stuff. And he gives a speech about Marco's dumb plans. He's very pro Marco in this uh, in, in this finale. You might you might interpret Tom it as uh, as no, potentially romantic. When he was like, "You're my best friend," my girlfriend was like, "Yay." <laughs> <laughs> What percent of Tom is uh, actually likes Marco instead of Star? Sixty percent. Oh, sixty percent! Wow, over fifty percent. So really, Tom isn't going to be five. So if we're psychoanalyzing Tom, he's the real reason he's not upset about Marco kissing Star is because he doesn't actually even like Star. He likes Marco. Yes. Wow, we cracked. We cracked the code. Uh, but yeah, Tom, Tom uh, very, very much highlighting the friendship with Marco. This is an interesting place to take this love triangle, given that we really haven't gotten to the Tomco breakup that, or Tom Star breakup that we've been Tomco anticipating. Tomco, no, Tomco break. I will, I love the day when we get to have a Tomco breakup. I mean, the Tomco is happening, but um, we. Uh, this is our next step of the Starco plus Tom romantic drama <laughs> in that. Uh, you know, in that Tom and Marco bonds, and then Marco and Star have their moment at the end, and Tom's still there. Where do we stand, Delaney, after all this with Starco? I mean, it's obviously happening. It's like right here. It's about to happen. Well, okay. It's, obviously, it's happening. But is that season 10 or is that season 4? Like, season 4. Uh... It's happening. Okay. Uh, April, are you buying that Starco is happening in season 4? Mm. Yeah, but it won't be towards the end. Because they love to torture us so much. That's I think that's an optimistic take that uh, they'll actually be dating by the end of season four. Oh no, this they is, won't we, be actually dating, but we'll be that much closer to Tom or to Starko. Will how much longer will Star and Tom be dating? It, through most of season four. Oh my god! <laughs> Look, I'm stop. being realistic. Just Don't stop. get mad at Just me. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you you know that like starco is endgame and i'm one of the biggest starco shippers as are most of us but i'm just gonna be realistic and not get my hopes up will i think there'll be drama between like now and then of course absolutely will star and marco kiss again hopefully (laughs) (laughs) hopefully yeah i do i do think the show has successfully undercut the this is a good use of undercut the the bad things that came from uh tom and star dating with this finale like it doesn't really matter if tom and star are going to continue to date if tom and marco have the closest relationship and we're still uh exploring uh star and marco being really intimate like uh, if we're all getting along and happy and stuff and everyone's kind of close anyway then i don't think this matters as much It's, it's a lot different than it was earlier in the season well i think what i also like about the fact was because um like star and marco did kiss behind tom's back and that was kind of something that like uh was sort of like pushed in the like behind the in the closet like it was pushed in the closet because we ned we we were all so happy we didn't want to admit that what they did was a really really bad thing and so i like that it kind of didn't like continue to hide that fact because marco was just like hey like I did kiss your girlfriend. And so, and I realized that that's a bad thing. So, cause he seemed like very like remorseful whenever he said it um, to Tom, especially after Tom just told him he was best friends. And so that was like a very mature moment for this show was to like recognize that what it had done was bad, even though it was amazing. But <laughs> yeah, well, we're actually addressing the romantic tension and not putting it off for the rest of the season like we did before. Wow, that was shocking. Yeah, it's so it's so grown. Like, I'm proud of you, star yeah, staff. All, all it took was all it took was Marco almost dying in order for him. That also, we're dealing with it as like it's actually something like really shady that happened. I'm like, Legend of Korra, Legend of yeah, it's uh, it, it was nice to it was nice to address it here, and um, you know, we'll 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 see what happens. I it, it's frustrating that Tom and Star are still together, but this was a a good step towards um, I feel like bringing it to a place that's more sympathetic to the to the audience. Um, let's talk uh, the Magnificent Seven and uh, Marco's efforts to uh, thwart uh, Meteora. Um, so Delaney, who's your favorite member of the Magnificent Seven? Oh, that's hard. Um, I honestly, (laughs) it's probably, I mean, honestly, it's probably like Tom or Marco, or do you mean people other than them? 
Oh my god, that's such a that's such an easy answer. Jeez, I want to, you need, supposed to pick like uh, supposed to pick talent or something. Come on. Talent, oh my god, Dang it, that's who I was gonna pick. <laughs> okay, why do you, yeah, Delaney? Why do you like talent? Or April? Why do you like talent? Well, uh, I really enjoyed that. All Marco had to say about him was that he was really big, and he thinks Hecapoo has a crush on him, <laughs> but only and, for his body. Yeah, but only for his body. That yes. was really good. <laughs> and then I don't know why but i was very tickled by the fact that he one was passionate about the group shot after their victory group shot and that everyone needed to be wearing shades yes yeah. so <laughs> oh, i really like ponyhead and her helmet that was pretty good oh, yeah, yeah all everything pony ponyhead was not in the episode that much but everything she said was incredible yes um, and like she had like the battle axe it was so good yes. and then, like yes. the mini the mini ponyhead all of it was good <laughs> Yeah, so she comes in, she says, you forgot about me. Mark is like, no, you're late. <laughs> like, <laughs> so good. That's the encapsulation of Ponyhead's character. Yes, fashionably late. <laughs> yeah, she has she has a battle axe. Oh, no, it's something else. No, it's and she says, I'm basically like a cyborg now. It was so, I mean, that was really good. I love that. Basically like a cyborg now. Yeah, and then uh, she gets the helmet on. She says, um, I cannot see. Can everyone else see? Because I cannot. <laughs> so, I love her. I, was, I also enjoyed whatever she's like. She's like, throw me. And so yeah. he does. And I was like, what is going to come of this? And it, it, exactly what I thought was going to come of it did. And it was very satisfying because she, she just she, she dies. Hits, yeah, yeah, she just hits him. Well, yeah, she does die. That was sad. I want everyone to know that on Dylan's outline, it has D-E-D. D-E-D. She says, launch me. And then she says, I don't hear nothing. She's dead, right? I won. And then no. And then. Yeah. I got really emotional with Ponyhead. I was like, ah. me too. Can't li- I, yeah. I can't deal with that. And then I'm- when they come back and Meteor is just like playing with her like a squeaky toy. I was so yeah. mad. <laughs> <laughs> Justice for Ponyhead. Jeez. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm about to go in TV yes. and beat her up. <laughs> Yeah, Ponyhead was great here. He could have used even more Ponyhead. My favorite member was Jorby. Sure. I love Jorby. I was very excited to see Jorby again. <laughs> and uh, the best Jorby moment is when um, Kelly is like backing up Jorby and yeah, pretending to good. make the sounds it, like a truck the backs up. Yeah. noises. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Um, yeah, ta- great to see Talon again. Hecapoo was underutilized, I think. Yes, yes I agree. Also, Rip Nachos. Yeah, rip nachos, but then he comes back. Um, I, I do think the bringing, a, I do think everyone dying kind of undercuts the stakes because obviously everyone's gonna yeah. come back to life, which did mm-hmm. happen. Um, but uh, yeah, we have some other moments from the. Uh, we talked about the the group photo, which they never get the group photo. Also, talented a selfie stick too. Yes, that was yes. pretty good. And he was gonna take a selfie with all. And of he's the like dead crying. Members. <laughs> yeah, it, it's good. Um, Marco, what do we think of Marco's sword, El Chapo? Love I hated that scene. <laughs> uh, I really Tom- like being like, "I'll take the bait." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was so awkward. I hate that when people are fishing. <laughs> oh, you hate that, but Tom was Tom was Tom was happy to indulge Marco because I hate him, right? Marco. It was so funny. <laughs> Yeah, the other the other uh, Tom Como we haven't talked about. Tom's uh, like, I treated you badly sometimes. Then he lists uh, the episodes <laughs> where he where he sucked, and he's like, Monster Arm, and then he's uh, and he's like, That wasn't you. That was I like that lesson. he tried to take credit for it though. Yeah, that was also, good. Also, how did he know about it? Yeah, it's a good question. I, <laughs> I guess he watches the show. Um, but Don't we all? yeah, it's, and then he's like, You're you're great. Um, so yeah, that was great. Uh, other other moments from the uh the next episode uh we i talked about tom's speech uh with uh with marco marco marco's dumb plans uh this tad this tad section uh we have to talk about (laughs) i i just i'm baffled that the episode took a minute an entire minute i know to do a tad and kelly's thing in the season finale it it, it took it, it it just it stopped and then did the stat section i kind of ended up loving it but it was it's kind of a baffling decision like what april you hated it yes first off it should have been a starco moment <laughs> well duh <laughs> And then we haven't seen Tad in, like, the entire season, and then all of a sudden he comes out of nowhere, and he has this cheesy poem about roses being red, and he just never goes away, and and then he's like, I'm dying, and Kelly's like, no, you're not. Kelly! (laughs) 
Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Oh, I was so. Uh, I, I was just like, was why are we back to get the last of my stuff and write you a love poem? I hate him. Like, yeah. And, you- <laughs> oh, and I look where he's like, where am I going to live? And she's like, in the forest. Yeah, go live in the woods. And then um, she's like, you're not dying, Ted. He's like, what are you, some kind of doctor or something? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Delaney, did you like the sequence? No, though I really did like when she was like, you're not going to, like, I was like, he could be dying. She's like, you're not going to go away because you suck. Like, <laughs> that was pretty good. But no, I was, well, she just kept walking back and forth, like, you're gonna die, you're making me stress. <laughs> it was stupid, and I hate Tad. I just hope he's gone forever, but he's not, because he sucks. The, the the crew obviously loves Tad and Tad and Kelly. The fact that we took this whole sequence, uh, time to do this whole sequence here, was uh, a stunning decision. Uh, Kelly! Stunning. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I think it was probably not good for the episode overall, although I do think Tad's funny. I'm pro, I think I'm pro Tad in the grand scheme of things. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this was, this was something. So disappointed maybe, in you, Dylan. <laughs> maybe we're freeing up Kelly to do more things next season. That's why we need to do this. I don't know. But he doesn't, he doesn't even leave. I guess, I guess he is out oh, of Kelly's Oh, I really like Kelly's armor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I also okay. appreciated that the, like, Foofy thing on the top of her helmet was not her actual hair. It was actually like a decorative choice. Because <laughs> I thought she like pulled her hair through the top of it and had like a weird ponytail going on, but she did not. Yeah, it was. Uh, she also refers to her hair as her hair in this one. I think we were tracking uh, in our in our mythology of Kelly tracking since our Kelly podcast. I think we've learned a lot. We need to revisit that topic. We uh, should <laughs> Kelly Kelly part set two. aside three hours, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> To talk about Kelly. Okay. Um, other random moments from Conquer I haven't got, we haven't got into was um, the uh, Star and Tom go back to the sanctuary and Ta- and Star tries to do the bois uh, to the crocodile. Oh, yeah. And he thinks she's lost her marbles. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. I love that. Yeah. And then, they, and then he actually goes back and then he just eats a fish. So good. I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was a. Uh... Like I enjoyed the parallel, like the parallel of like Star trying to be like her mom, because there was a lot of like those sort of like moments scattered throughout the finale where like Star as Queen is like almost like Star trying to be Moon as Queen, and I really enjoyed that because she doesn't know what to do and she's just like I'm I'm just doing what my mom would have done. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll go, I'm gonna get more into the star being queen stuff, but um, uh, Meteora, two Meteora lines I haven't mentioned, which I thought were really good. Um, Meteora says, uh, "Don't tell me you've forgotten all about your other boyfriend." Uh, oh, to yeah. she says that to Star, which is confusing because I was not aware that she knew Marco was a boy. Um, I yeah, didn't, I didn't I think, know that. Well, I think yeah. she did. Like, I think like I don't. Yeah, I don't know actually. Maybe she that. figured it out whenever she was fighting with Marco in the woods. Yeah, she might have figured it out. Yeah, but um, she also says she's been chasing after the wrong princess all along, which was a nice way to tie it into her being heinous. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it doesn't matter that she's heinous. But that one second, uh, it's we like, just oh, don't okay. care. <laughs> this is kind of relevant. Yeah. What do you? Oh, I, we haven't really talked that much overall. Meteora. Um, she's kind of just a monster of the week. Um, she really, she was just in the end of the, uh, Monster Bash, and then in the, uh, Tough Love last week, and then in these two episodes, and that's it. Uh, so, I don't know if she necessarily amounts to anything overall plot-wise, but did you enjoy her, Delaney? I think I did. Like, I think she brought a lot of interesting things to the show, and, like, how everything kind of fell around her. I do think, I do think her, like, monster character design was really interesting, and, like, I'm th- I'm excited to get to know her as she if as if we get to know her like growing up again that'd be cool. Yeah, and she's in school too, of course, which I think is her best appearance. Yes. Which, uh like getting yeah. into her backstory that was like the best part of of her. But I think it's more heinous territory. I guess they're intertwined. But um, yeah, April, put thumbs up, thumbs down on how Meteor ends up being used. I I really liked it. I thought um, I I really again I, I liked her character design and I I kind of enjoyed like the like as she takes in more souls kind of thing, she grows like more monsterish. Like she gets hairier, she gets bigger. And so I kind of enjoyed that. And I liked that little moment where she was just like, all it took was one punch. Like, why am I sucking out like souls? And I was like, Oh, yeah. you're cute. <laughs> that, was, that was, yeah, I like that too. Yeah. I, I think she, I think Meteor is pretty good in the finale. She was solid, solid villain. Um, 
I think the show should have done more with her or had her integrated differently, but it doesn't really matter, I guess. Like the way they frame it around Eclipsa at the end anyway. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, I think, I think she ends up being more important. I think, um, yeah, I think, I think her role as a, like a villain, um, like successfully served its purpose in, I guess, getting to more of like the Eclipsa stuff or at least yeah. like make, like making treads towards it. Yeah, and we're definitely done with her now. Um, she's a baby. We'll see if uh, she ages. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but uh, I think I think schooled is how I remember Meteora. Yeah, um, and her backstory and stuff. Although she was very good in the finale. Um, other stuff from Divide, which we've been talked about April. We didn't talk that much about Nude Moon. Yes. Um, were you digging it? <laughs> um, ki- kind of. Yeah, I thought it was like very like an interesting choice like first off what happened to her clothes was she just like i'm just gonna take these off ha what are clothes (laughs) so and i also appreciated that her hair was just so big that it covered her body and that uh when star like forgot herself she was just like where's the hairy lady (laughs) yeah she's like where's the hairy lady yeah yeah delaney thumbs up on nude moon well, at, fun- at first it was really funny and I liked it, but then it was just like the whole time because I thought we were actually going to get somewhere. And then I was like, okay, nope. I'm tired of it. Nope. 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 Star didn't she even have that moment where she was just like, mom, cover yourself. Like- yeah. <laughs> nope. Nothing. Okay. We haven't talked any, I think at all about the first 11 minutes of the finale with the uh, first half of Divide. I actually really liked the first half of Divide. This was like the most self-contained unit to me, which is... um. It's all about Star as uh, trying to deal with her as acting queen, uh, as like acting queen of Muni. This was this is kind of like what I wanted from Star this whole season 3B was like getting into Star's head, like actually seeing what she's dealing with in her life. How is she dealing with becoming uh, she's not really a butterfly, not really, um, you know, a princess. And uh, at least she's like we're getting into part of her emotional arc here. So even though like much less happens and it was this was you could almost section off these first 11 minutes completely separately from the finale and that these are just kind of its own separate episode. Actually, as, as a self-contained unit, I liked it the most, maybe even. Yeah, I really liked it, too. Um, and I like that she um, again, we get like that parallel because wasn't moon around the same age as star whenever like her mom died yeah. and she became queen. And so I liked like that parallel where she's just like, I don't know what to do. Like, whereas like moon was also like, I don't know what to do. Everyone's coming to me for answers. I d- can't even pick a boy to like and stars kind of in that same situation so i really i really enjoyed that small little tidbit and how she's like she kept correcting everyone she's like i'm acting queen like they're like queen butterfly and she's like acting so um i really i liked that so and i i do i like that we were like getting inside of her head and there was let's like that that moment where marco is just like you can just you know be yourself around me and she was like, I just need a hug. And I was like, me too. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. What did you think, Delaney? What do you think of Star with the uh, how Star handled the, uh, being queen? Well, I liked it because like she has no idea what's going on. And she, like, I also, I really like the parallel in that like Moon is always just dealing with idiots. Like Moon is surrounded by idiots. And that was really funny when Star was like, I think she called them corn hands. Yes. <laughs> and then like when River stopped her and I was like, is this going to be great? And then it was just about the menu. And I was like, I hate you. <laughs> um, I did. I did really like. I love the parallels in her and Moon, and it's very relatable. I'm about to graduate from college. I'm trying to get an apartment. I'm getting a job, and like, I just like, I gotta call my mom. Like, <laughs> you always uh-huh. need your mom, uh-huh. and I really liked that. And I don't know. It was just, it was nice. Like, it's just nice to have Star like doing stuff on her own, being in charge, and being taken seriously. Because a lot of the series is Star not being taken seriously. So I really yeah. like that yeah. and like star making decisions and people like turning to star, but also, and you know, under, and then we've been, I mean, we've been waiting like, literally the whole series for her to be queen and like, you know, her dealing with it. So it's really neat. And it's, it's also really like, we've seen how much she's matured and how much Marco's matured from like season one when she got sent to earth. So I really, I, I really liked it. Yeah. And this is, this is what I'm hoping a lot from season four of as uh, um, this is like, if stars queen, I want a lot of this type of stuff. Um, so it was, it was good stuff here. The episode opens with Star getting a debrief from Eclipsa on what happened last week. 
and then she decides to lock her up. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I think she had the right read on the situation. I think that was a good call. I yeah, I do too. The, I think she had the the right read, but it also played into the where she's like, I'm just trying to do whatever it is that my mom would do. And right. so she's like, well, my mom would clearly lock up Eclipsa, so I'm going to do just that kind yeah. of thing. Well, I think also she's hurt and she's scared because her mom's gone, So, which I think yeah. it was yeah. understandable. Like, she, she probably should have uh, emotionally handled Eclipsa better, like, talked to her and stuff, and mm-hmm. not just, like, coldly locked her up, but I don't think Eclipsa cares. I think if, if Eclipsa is evil, she was just calculating this whole time anyway. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it would have mattered. Um, but, yeah, then we see her, uh, like, addressing the, the her, like, counsel. We the, this we have this comedic beat with Skr Skarsgård. Sir Skarsgård. Oh, yeah, that um, went on way too long. And he couldn't hear anything. I was so I, annoyed. That was like that was like classic this show sequence. Also, what is uh, Lady Scarsguard? Because she looked like a vampire. <laughs> I think she's just an old lady. I think that's all. But she called them Lord like Scarsguard and Lady Scarsguard, which would imply that like is that is the lady his mom? Like I think it's his wife. I don't know. Yeah. See, that's why yeah. I was confused. <laughs> yeah, but I thought that was funny. We were like, uh, let's send Mina on her. On, uh, on her. Mina already <laughs> lost. Yeah, it's like really we're just lampshading that Mina is a completely useless character here. <laughs> like, this is why? Why did so we bring her back that. for the mid season finale? Why did we do that? Uh, but yeah, it was it was good. No Mina in the finale was a good good decision. Um, La- Sir Lavabo is back. Yes. Also, I love, I love Marco him. Was like, no, get out yeah. of here. <laughs> Yeah, like no, we can't send him. But Sir Lavabo, he uh he like uh recolored one of Star's dresses to match her and uh he was being very useful. Yeah. yeah. He was good. I, I like Sir Lavabo. I do um, too. Pro Lavabo. Uh, Marco's like, so send me. I have 16 years of experience. We talk a lot. We've talked a lot about Marco. Um, We're really addressing the fact that Yeah, after uh, Running with Scissors, we were like, okay, the show could go in two directions. It could just, it probably will just never address us again. But no, the show has gone out of its way to, to address the fact like, that Marco Like, a lot is, lately. Yeah, there's, there's like three, like it did it last week and then it's done it twice in these two episodes. But yeah, he's like, I have 16 years of experience um yeah marco in his uh mid to late 30s confirmed by, by these episodes well he says his early 30s and i yeah. i just laughed <laughs> yeah. yeah it is oh boy but uh the best part of the episode um i i didn't know i needed this but this is one of my favorite sequences maybe ever is a starco fight like a fight an action sequence of mm-hmm. them fighting each other like I didn't, I didn't ever thought of this, but this is everything I wanted: <laughs> is uh, Marco fending off all of Star's spells, and him, uh, him like egging her on too. Yeah, he's like, I told you to use your most powerful spells on me. Like, <laughs> yeah, and they like we get the Warnicorn Stampede, we get a Spider with a top hat. Like, I just, I love this sequence so much, and everyone's screaming during Spider with a top hat. Like, <laughs> yeah. Always good to see him again. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, the plan is Marco stop Meteor while Stargust finds her mom. And, and then we get this great sequence. They need she needs a hug. They hug. Star's blushing. Then the, like the cook comes in and they're both blushing. And then they switch to a handshake and they're still blushing. Yep, it was awkward and beautiful. It was no, so kiss. cute. Like the blush <laughs> was so great. Yeah, mm-hmm. there it confirms their feelings for each other. Still very present. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like at the end they're staring into each other's eyes when she's when he's Princess Marco. Um yeah. Need please please don't put this to backburner again in season four, but they please. will. Can they we have it will. like season four, episode one? <laughs> yes, we need uh if if that if uh if Booth Buddies was the cave of two lovers, then like we need the headband immediately in season four. I think that's what immediately. That was episode two. We need a similar, similarly quickly. Don't but. put it off for another entire season because I will. Oh, they die. will. They definitely will. Uh, <laughs> I will drive to Disney myself and be like, "This is madness. Stop. <laughs> you the, can't you create do. this show anymore." I'm, I'm telling no, you, that's, no. That's what this show is, April. It's, it's a romantic <laughs> drama. The shipping drama. The show. That's what's happening. So. <laughs> shipping drama. The show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so more of that coming, but yeah, okay. Um, Delaney, anything else you want to talk about? And closing thoughts here. I want Moon back, and it was really sad that everybody died, but everyone's fine now. And I just want to know, like, what the heck, Clip? So, like, Eclipse, what is your deal? Like, what is it? Like, 
I just want to know. I really liked the finale. It just didn't really feel like a finale. I think it's just mainly because the cliffhangers are there, and I'm just like, give me more. Yeah, it didn't feel like a conclusion. I felt like yeah. it was epic. I thought it was epic. It was. I, I do think yeah. it definitely was epic, and, and it was like... The mu- I, I think the biggest takeaway, the music in these episodes was, they, it was incredible. Like, the music was so great, and, like, a lot of, like, it really, really packed a punch, especially with the, with Eclipsa and Meteora, and just all the fighting in general, the music was just great. And, like, I think the music really helped set up some of the biggest emotional parts of the episode. Like, it wasn't even, like, the dialogue, or, like, the characters, it was the music. And I really loved that. Yeah. Uh, April, final thoughts. Um, I really enjoyed both of these episodes. I thought they were very like top tier, even though, um, again, we have, I still have so many questions that I want answered, but they were executed so well that I kind of don't care. Um, and I like, I just like the music combined with everything else going on. Like, I just love it when an, a show can just like evoke emotions out of me. And I did legit cry um at the end of conquer so (laughs) that's um, always good yeah that's always good like that's that's how i know i'm like well it made me cry so here we go uh (laughs) good job fam um but yeah i'm excited for season four i hope we don't have to wait forever but thank goodness the show isn't steven universe so (laughs) yeah we'll be yeah we're definitely gonna guarantee to be back in the fall with season four so at the very latest Um, the fall (laughs) Yeah, the question is, will we get a uh, Battle for Muni type uh, sequence of episodes presented as a movie over the summer again? I'm crossing or my will fingers. We, or will we wait for October, November territory? So if we see. if we have to wait, we better get Starco in the first episode. Of the first episode. <laughs> I don't think they're related, but <laughs> yes, <yeah>. they are. <laughs> you know, shouldn't we get the summer Starco movie? Ooh, um, yes. Yeah. Where we explore yeah. Star, Tom, and Marco's relationship. Yeah, you know, just cut t- cut Tom out of that. We're fine. Well, we have to get rid of him, and then we can yeah, cut. He's him. definitely st- definitely still around, right? So. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Yeah, good, yeah, great, great, good episodes here. Um, very, I think, just very solid all around, and um, a lot of interesting plot threads heading into season four. And uh, we still have a lot to break down over this finale. Make sure you're subscribed to not miss our next uh podcast on this and uh everything else starve us the force of evil we might do some off-season podcasts before we get into season four uh subscribe on youtube uh or on itunes make sure you don't miss anything come talk about star with us on our discord overlyanimated.com slash discord and consider supporting us via patreon patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to all of our current patrons especially our page of the podcast and dak buzz like gear and thanks as always to our patron executive producers john ryan steve alex andy and hugh um yep just a bunch more star podcasts coming up final space coming up um i don't know there's probably other yeah there's the ladybug episode okay ko had a finale craig of the creek uh potentially coming up so i'll find all that at overlyanimated.com thank you guys very much for listening we will see you next time bye bye, bye.